0: jerked the, the, the blinds away, and the frickin' thing stood up.
1: Loud as hell, scream just came out of nowhere. I, my heart stopped. And she's yelling at him, get the gun, get the gun. It was on two legs, it was walking, and I'm going like, that is not a goddamn bear.
2: This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host Todd. What's going on, Todd?
3: Ryan, can you totally believe that we're actually getting a couple of famous guys on our podcast at this 20th episode? I
2: know, man. They were on that Hulu Sasquatch. We have doc. Wayne man, and George awesome. is
3: coming on. Wayne and George is coming on. The guys yeah, from the Hulu Sasquatch uh, yeah, documentary. I'm excited.
2: I'm excited about that. Yeah,
3: me too, man. Me too. And
2: they also have some great stories to tell us, too. Even better. Uh, encounters. Even better. Yeah. Their,
3: their encounters is whats is what they're here for.
2: I know. That's awesome.
3: So I'm totally excited to bring these guys on. What's new with you, man? Anything?
2: Uh, no. No, my life's pretty boring.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Other than this badass podcast we're doing. Other than you know, this podcast I we mean, do, yeah. You know.
2: Meet new people and all the folks we're talking to. It's amazing.
3: Absolutely. I'm enjoying that totally. Yep. Uh, yep, being friends with these people. And um, check out our videos on YouTube, and we do some live stream from time to time. We'll try to give you guys a heads up on our group and Facebook page, uh, When We and Know.
2: Instagram, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll try and get all that out there for them and right. with plenty of notice. Right.
3: And uh, once again, uh, we are going to the Iowa show, the uh, Paranormal Show in Iowa, August 20, 21st and 22nd, yeah, I believe.
2: I'm excited about that, too.
3: So we'll be there with our booth and uh, doing some live podcasting and selling some merchandise. So if you guys are willing to come out and check it out, please come see us. So, right on. Anyway, Brian, we got to get these guys on here. Are you ready yeah, for this? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Bring right. them on. All right, here we go. We're going to bring Wayne and George's on. All right, here we go. Wayne and George, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for coming on.
1: Hola! Hello! Hey there.
3: How's it going?
0: Oh, it's great to be here for our first foray into the uh, <laughs> into the water, so to speak, and see what happens.
3: Right, right. Is this your
4: first podcast?
0: Actually, it, it is. I mean, we've been doing... alpha. Oh, we had trial. Well, I like I was about to say, if you didn't interrupt, <clears throat> <laughs> I, I've been doing alpha and beta testing of different equipments and, and things, and this is, <laughs> you know... This is the first live one and we figured being interviewed first would be better than us doing our, our first one as as interviewees or storytellers or whatever.
3: Right? Right. Heck yeah. But you guys have also had better experience than this. You guys have been on a documentary on Hulu, uh the Sasquatch documentary, is that correct? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: And you guys um Yeah. You guys were, were telling talk your story, yeah. Too. We can get into that a little bit, and then, but you guys have had encounters. We definitely want to hear tonight for sure. But uh, do you guys want to talk about the Hulu experience real quick, and, and how that was for you guys, or your? Experience it, that's fine.
0: It? I mean, in in our circle of, of friends, and I'm, and George, I I know George agrees. Um, you either love it or you hate it because it just it wasn't all Bigfoot. It was
4: yeah. you know, it, I mean, was, it it was definitely it was a, well made.
0: Well yeah, but it was mm-hmm. it's a fusion of a murder mystery and Sasquatch. Right. And when you have a name like Sasquatch, you figure right. it's gonna be a bunch of fat old white guys out roaming around the woods looking, looking for, for
4: Sasquatch. Looking for Bigfoot, you know. <laughs> right. You know, right.
0: you know, right. where, where's Bobo screaming, Oh, it's kind of squatchy in these woods, you right.
3: know. Right. And, yeah. You
0: know. Bobo was there, but he didn't get to say that.
3: <laughs> he was there, wasn't he? He was in that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, he actually was. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. He he's, wasn't too happy with the way it,
3: it, it ended, but you know, I, I was I wasn't either, so I'm with him. I I feel the same way, but I'll tell you what. In in retrospect, the concept of what they did talk about was interesting, and how they put it together was, was uh, entertaining. But yeah, the big letdown is you're expecting this bigfoot thing to happen, well, and it wasn't that at all.
0: Right. The big let here's here's the secret of the big letdown. That was supposed to be a 12-hour six episodes, two hours apiece miniseries. We were supposed to take them out hunting. They were supposed to come up and do another interview at our house.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: And we were, we were going to go to daylight sites, that we've had reports. we were going to go to a night camp where we had a friend of ours, had a, uh, a bow hunting carcass taken by a sasquatch, And all of that changed. Why? COVID.
3: Okay, uh, I got yeah.
0: so that's why you got what you got.
3: I see. I see. Well, you guys, um, you had you had mentioned that you guys had filmed for for quite some time. How long did they film your guys' um, Uh-oh. area there?
0: Ours was a little over four hours. Um, I think Bob Gimlins was an all day event. Uh, Bobo Faze was an all day event, and we got edited down to I think three and a half minutes know. Right something so, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I mean, you saw, you know, Bobo and wow. and, and right. Bob, they were it's the same thing like 5 minutes apiece.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not what uh everyone expected or anyone expected apparently except for the guys who finished it off and produced it and maybe they didn't know what to expect at that point.
0: Well, if if you look at the the South by Southwest interview they did with the official panel um it was literally they claim it was literally left wide open to do whatever they wanted but they didn't talk about the covid restrictions and all that stuff that that had to figure into it but all
1: right you know yeah you know i mean i i loved the story it was a wonderful story i mean as as far as the the whole criminal aspect the 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 pot murder mystery i think it was awesome i mean it it, it had me captivated yeah. uh the, the fact that it didn't have that much of uh sasquatch that was a little bit of a letdown but yeah. the, the the it was very compelling I mean it was I, I was not disappointed whatsoever I was not disappointed you were not and, disappointed
3: at all okay no no it whatsoever. wasn't what you expected I'm sure probably I'm oh, it,
1: it was not what I expected no because we we spent several hours uh telling them stories about what we experienced and how we have felt about this whole realm as part of our life Right. and uh, they they only had snippets of what they wanted to use for effect right which was wonderful because it came across perfectly but at the same time it was basically a crime drama that centered about right. the murders of somebody in a park field
0: and Right. Which was a, it bigfoot or
1: was it a guy with a nickname of bigfoot yeah, or which right. I, I i thought it was great oh, i mean I, I loved it i i really loved it i've watched it three times I, already
3: I, yeah i want to watch it again actually just because um uh, yeah but oh yeah i'm gonna watch it again
1: but. yeah it was wonderful wonderfully produced wonderfully directed oh,
4: very I mean, well made and, and,
1: and the the anime was super cool i like the, that the, too the, yes mm-hmm. yeah i mean that yeah. was super cool yeah and just the edit the editing is
0: what it's turned everybody off because it had to be edited so badly. Really? Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is,
1: from 12 hours down to two. Oh, oh, okay. no. But All I thought I it was wonderful. I loved it. I loved it. I, I'll watch it again. I mean, I'll watch it again over Yeah,
4: over. I wish they could have. I could have wished they could have made it longer. Yeah. Been, yeah, yeah.
1: You and me both. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not not because of personal satisfaction and an ego boost and boner, but just because <laughs> I really I really love the way it looks. It it was was wonderful. Right. Really wonderful. I did like it how it
3: was, was put good. together. I really yeah. did.
1: Yeah. But
3: anyway, guys, okay, anyway. we've got more important things to talk about, like your encounter. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah. Wayne, Wayne the reason that we got in touch was I think you had reached out. I had talked about a dogman encounter and you had responded, I think, to that to yes. that message. Um would you like yeah. to talk about that one that one first? Yeah, you, or uh, yeah. I know you've had yeah, a Bigfoot encounter too, so whatever you want to yeah. start with. And then we can let George oh, yeah, talk about a, his.
0: You made a post looking for dog man Oh, I don't believe Encounters.
1: in bigfoot. Oh, shut up.
3: Good <laughs> Even god. Even though you've seen one, you don't believe in them. Yeah. I I've, I've
1: seen various, but I never I don't believe in them. He okay. almost got swished
0: by one, but that's another story. Um, yeah, no, Bigfoot. Yeah, you made the post and I made a serious answer and just, you know, general where it was and, you know, DM me and then of course everybody else attacked you as a joke. Um, so yeah, mine was um,
1: 1979.
0: Um, I want you to take center stage. Oh, good lord!
1: We're not, we're not worried. We're not worried about <laughs> our right. camera, George.
0: Say, yeah, you,
3: you guys, can take up. turns. You can take turns. Dude, you're them. messing up their flow. Come on.
1: <laughs> Taking the stage. I like better like, like have sips of my beer.
0: Oh Jesus Christ!
1: Okay, um,
0: Brethren, Michigan, which is south of Traverse City in Manistee County. Um, my parents had a cabin on uh, Highbridge road south of the manistee river mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my mother who was handicapped and she loved to sit on the back porch and she would feed the wild turkeys like they're pigeons right? right so the back of the property and the south side of the property so the east and east and south sides bordered up to the manistee national forest so it was completely wild mm-hmm. right so there's no neighbors mm-hmm. so all you had back there was just solid woods trashed cabin trailers from hunters that weren't supposed to be there and the river and that was it well so her her feeding would attract these huge herds of turkeys and i'm talking two foot around with toms with their feathers four feet high so big big birds right Mm -hmm. well my bedroom was the north end of the of the trailer cabin whatever and I'm not sure the exact time, but it was middle of the night. But it woke me up that I could hear what I thought was a wolf or a dog um, tearing apart the turkeys. Because the turkeys would roost around the feeding dishes that my mom left in the backyard. Now, I'm 16. I was a junior in high school. And uh, like I say, it woke me up, this dog snarling, and the turkeys just just you know, going crazy. Well, of course, without even looking, I just roll out of the bed and bang on the window, like, you know, scaring the thing off, right? Uh Well, it it continued, and I just jerked the, the, the blinds away, and the frickin' thing stood up! And it's a full moon, which the moon was in the northeast of the sky, and of course, up there you've got all those jack pines, so they're really kind of thin, so the canopy is not the heaviest. So you get a lot of the sunlight coming through. And when this thing stood up, I could see the snout, the ears, the whole nine yards. And I and of course I've just screamed for my dad because they're at the other, they were at the other end of the cabin. And of course, he wakes up annoyed, you know, what the hell's going on? Yada yada yada. Um, my mom heard what I was saying, and she's yelling at him, get the gun, get the gun. So he grabs his gun. He goes out on the front porch, which is the other side of the cabin. He can't see, you know, the backside that I'm looking at. So he walks out on the deck and he just fires off a couple of rounds into the sky, and walks back in the house. And he's like, "Oh no, go back to bed." And I'm, you're screaming at him, telling him what I'm seeing, and he's trying to tell me that it's just a wolf standing up against the, um, the propane tank. And I'm like, uh, no, dad, it's 30 feet away from the protein tank. And I saw it stand up. And he's like, yeah, 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 go back to bed. I don't want to deal with this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so they go back to sleep. I don't, of course. And as I'm looking out the window, I after he's done yelling at me, I catch the thing walking northeast away from the cabin, in through all the little underbrush. And it's got two turkeys in its snout, and it's on its hind legs. And I got a perfect outline of the whole damn thing. Ears, snout, hind legs. I mean, it freaked me out. And I got the whole yellow side eye, like, what the hell are you looking at kind of a thing. And it's just, it's like happy as a pig, and you know what, because it's got two fat turkey birds, hanging out of its snout and it's going home to feed whatever
3: out of his mouth and i'm like by the neck or something or what but yeah head?
0: it's like one on both sides wow. and so then they go to bed and i i don't know how long it took me to go to, to go back to sleep but then the next morning i get up and of course i run right out to the yard and there's guts and things everywhere it had it had been out there a while evidently but it tore up I don't know if exactly for sure now because it's you know we're talking forty years ago, but easily there was four other birds there that were just ripped to shreds and and just stuff all around and wow. feed you know feed pans are over there. Of course, Dad and I went out. We just cleaned it all up and and I'm like, yeah, just a dog or a local wolf did all of this. I don't think so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's just and he did, wouldn't say nothing just up sloughed it into the rug, cleaned everything up, reset the pans, and acted like nothing ever else happened hmm. and that was the last time I would ever was at, was at that cabin until maybe ten years later when I was married and had kids and <laughs> and I did not wow. go back unarmed myself
3: Wayne did you <laughs> uh, Wayne did you get any good look at any details of of this creature's face or any of its of its other bodily features no, hands I, I, or anything like that or feet or did it have a tail no
0: um it did have a tail um but again because of being a full moon and you know the cabin was in the trees and the light that was coming through it was so it was coming like behind the creature so literally all i got i mean it, it was like watching a, a a metal cutout you know moving and marching across the thing so it was like you got this black perfect outline walking through the through the underbrush
3: how tall do you think it was standing
0: up i'm going to to guesstimate based on the the how the the way the jack pines in that area are you know because you've got a certain amount of clearance before the the branches start i'm going to say snout to ground while it was standing up with the birds in its mouth over seven feet
3: yeah okay did you notice wow. any kind of smell or anything odor
0: no, because I was in the house. Yeah, okay. I was in the house, and we had air conditioning, so the, all the windows were closed and everything. So, like, I, And that's like I said, I just I just banged on the window. I mean, otherwise, you know, if it would have been the old cabin, everything would have been wide open, and we would have got everything. I would have, yeah. would have heard it sooner, would have smelled everything, you know.
3: Were there any clues before that or after? Did you find anything weird in the woods or hear any, any sounds or any howls or anything that was in the woods to? I had, to?
0: Um, before that... I had had sounds. I had had eye shine, um, but that's bigfoot eye shine because it was round and red rather than the, the yellow and, and, and sloped and pointy. So there was it was obviously two different creatures. But yeah, we had heard um, and actually relatives that I have living there still to this day in that area um, have, have heard lots of things in the woods um howling barking fighting things like that
3: and your parents had never mentioned anything about that before or, or no seen and like
0: that. and and they were trail riders they loved to take their broncos they they were you know both medically retired uh my mom had you know anyway don't need to go and all of that but um yeah they had just jump in the bronco and they would run the fire trials you know around mm-hmm. all over the the, the 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 natural gas pumps and, and and all the hunting trails and that's all they did.
3: Right. Well the interesting thing about Michigan is they have a lot of dogman sightings out there up there. Yeah. Uh they're one of the most populated states for that, honestly.
0: Well, especially in that northwest qu- uh quadrant, yeah. yeah. Well the and the UP, yeah.
3: U P as well, yeah. I just don't know what these things are, where they're coming from, what's going on. But we love the dogman stories. Uh and people love to hear these things too. So <laughs> That's just crazy. Um, yeah. Let's bring George on and have him tell tell his encounter now. I'm kind of interested in what, what he's got going on and what he's got to say. Hey, George.
0: All right, Charles, to... put your phone down. Don't hey. I don't believe.
3: George, yeah. what's happening, man? Why don't you tell us about uh, the encounter that you had, or encounters, if you had more than one? Yeah. Uh, Take us into what was going on, what you're doing, you know, and uh, what happened.
1: Start with... Well, my first my first encounter... Um. Gonna lower my glasses so I can actually see the camera. Yeah. Um. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a New York City kid. So, my school would regularly, during the summer months, bring kids up into the um, the mountains. And one long weekend, my teacher, guidance counselor, for lack of a better word brother thomas would select five or six students and would take us up to the mountains we went to the adirondacks okay and i was 13 years old and we went for this three i think it was three three and a half days and as we all settled down and had a wonderful time the first day and swam in the lakes and did all these fun things The following day, all the other kids decided to just stick around camp and just hang out and do some more swimming and stuff. And I decided to go for a little hike, not really knowing what hiking was, because I'm dressed in cut off jeans and pro kids and a kiss t shirt.
4: Yeah,
1: you know, (laughs) complete hiking gear, you know, pro kid sneakers, kiss t shirt, Uh cut off jeans.
3: Right, cool
1: so, so I'm, I'm playing out in the woods and walking around and walking around and walking around and i have no idea what the hell i'm doing i have no bearings whatsoever and i'm 13 years old and i'm going like okay let's just walk and hang out and see what's happening out here and the only wildlife i knew were squirrels pigeons and rats <laughs> so new york city wildlife yeah so, it's, right. so to me, yeah. you know everything was like so foreign to me right <clears throat> and I'm walking, and then I, 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 I'm I'm like maybe just to, to say I know how far I am. I'm, I'm maybe a quarter of a mile away from where our camp is. And I see this brownish black thing, and it's it's standing up and it's walking. And I'm thinking, oh my god, it's an effing bear. I've never seen a bear except at the bronx zoo
3: right
1: and i'm going like holy m- that's that's, that's mm-hmm. a bear it's a bear and it's 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 coming towards me and it's coming diagonally towards me where i'm standing right here and instead of going away from me or across it's coming diagonally heading towards me and I'm I'm like going, oh my god, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So you know, my thirteen year old head is going like, grab a stick, grab a stick, like that's gonna do something for the you know, to a bear. And dummy, it's it's just coming straight across diagonally, and I'm it's getting larger and larger and larger and larger, and then I said, oh, that's not a bear. It was on two legs. It was walking. And I'm going like, that is not a goddamn bear. And I just totally freaked out, tried to hide behind a tree, tried to make myself as small as possible. And as I kept on hearing his footfalls... Man, you're a dumb 13-year-old. I give you your time without saying a fucking word.
3: <laughs> He's right, Wayne. He did.
1: That was a joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: And... I'm just, like, hiding, and I'm trying to, like, basically not pee my pants. And it's no. just walking, and it's coming closer. And I just said, I got to get out of here. I, I have to get out of here because the stick is not going to protect me. And the closer it got, the bigger it got. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, this is this is not a bear. This is not a bear. And from the face, from the, the length of its body, the, the width, it, it was like, I got to get out of here. So I just turned around and hightailed it the same way I came back in and just never looked back. Wow. And when I ended up back at the lake, I ended up far away from where our campsite was. So I had to walk down to where our campsite was. And I told my friends that I was with, the Lucier brothers, I said, you won't believe what I saw. I saw this humongous bear. And I had no, no concept of what it really truly was. And they go like yeah 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 you saw a bear so what big deal you saw a bear and it wasn't until years later that i saw the patterson gimlet film and it's like this major light bulb and i go like holy crap it wasn't a bear and that's when i just started devouring every single book every single article everything i can about bigfoot And and that basically awoken me, my obsession with this creature.
4: George. Is that what what prompted your move to the uh, Pacific Northwest?
1: No, actually um, I was um, living in Los Angeles, going to film school at UCLA. And I went up to uh, Alaska. Mm -hmm. I took a film documentary course in uh, Alaska Pacific University and then uh the winters were so harsh and so bleak that i would come down to seattle every once in a while just to get away from the bleakness and the darkness of alaska yeah so i fell in love with seattle and then when i got to seattle i said okay i'm going to make seattle home and then i started getting more into the whole bigfoot sasquatch phenomenon and i would go Mm -hmm. hiking and i would explore and then i would start finding things and I started going like, "Huh, they live here, and this is what made this home."
3: Washington better. has, yeah. Nice. Washington has the most uh, encounters uh, yeah, reported of most, any of any any state. Yeah, we have the most state.
1: sightings. Yeah, yeah we yeah. have the most sightings outside of California. Where, Where do you live?
3: Go ahead. man.
0: No, we actually live right across the water from the uh, Indianola sightings. If um, our banners weren't up, but you could see the water and. And literally, the shore on the other side is the Saguamish uh, Tribal Reservation, and wow. all, the, all the Indianola sightings are are there to this day. And actually, I was working with people on the ferry that as early as a year ago, two years ago, we're seeing them in neighbors' yards, in the woods, you know, alongside a gas station, hiding in the bushes, you know, going through dumpsters. I mean, just all kinds of weird stuff,
3: right? I see the banner behind you now, the Hulu Sasquatch banner. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> yeah. But, well, George, real quick, let me ask George a couple more questions before we switch around here. Did you get any good look at the creature's face, George, when it was coming at you at the angle? Or what, what features did you notice? And did you also notice any kind of smell?
1: Um, remember, I was 13. Mm-hmm. I'm 60 years old now. <laughs> right. So yeah. what I remember is very vague. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it did not look like a bear and it did not look like an ape. It it looked like, it looked like us, but it was a very different us. Interesting. It, it, it was just, uh, uh, I mean, I, it was it maybe a hundred yards away mm-hmm. and the closer it kept on getting, the more concerned I was for my own survival. So mm-hmm. that's when I turned around and I just hauled.
3: I don't blame you. But
1: it was, it was, it was, it was was terrifying. I mean, as a 13 year old child, you're terrified. I'm sure. I mean, I I would have been terrified it was an actual bear. And then when you realize it's not a bear, it makes it even worse. I can't
3: imagine. I I can't. Yeah. Mm -mm. The weird thing is, is the more that we, the more that we talk to people, the more we're hearing that, you know, I always used to think Bigfoot was a, an ape like creature, but I'm hearing more and more. It's a humanoid with hair. Yeah. Kind of thing yeah, people yeah, are seeing yeah. out there, which is weird. Closer cool sort to of human, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I, I truly don't believe it's a it's a, it's a, it's an ape. I truly do not believe it. In, in in my heart of hearts, I do not believe it's an ape. I really believe it is an, an unknown humanoid that is somehow vectored off the Homo sapien Homo erectus line. And is just somehow wow. living, living a very elusive, hidden life somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I do not believe it's a primate. I mean, we're primates, obviously, right. but I do, I do not believe it's an ape-like primate.
4: Yeah, Doctor Doctor Meldrum had a had that theory too that the evolutionary line wasn't a line; it was more like a. A tree with different, right. you know, some things. Yeah, yeah. We were in a line, and some things branched off and went in different ways. And he said, "That's probably what what Bigfoot did."
1: Yeah, well, yeah. If we yeah. kept going; yeah. they went.
4: and yeah. they took a left and kept on going.
1: Yeah, Melbourne and I have talked about that a lot in, in the last couple of years, and and uh, we've discussed it at nauseum at times mm-hmm. uh, because she she does have some wonderful proof. She does have yeah. some wonderful DNA proof. You're
3: talking about uh, Melba Ketchum? Is that who you're talking Melba about? Melba Ketchum, yeah. yeah.
1: Ketchum. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her. And Dr. Meldrum does as well.
3: Yeah, he does. You know, We'd love to talk to so him it's, sometime.
1: It, yeah. Especially especially with that one cast that he has of Cripplefoot.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean
1: that that could not be faked.
4: No. No. I mean there's no way. In
1: order for somebody to fake that they they have to be a podiatrist and have a lot of information as to how the foot functions. Right. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, Wayne, what's your uh, concept on Bigfoot? George gave us his. What about you? What do you think Bigfoot is? Well, as you're talking you know, about it.
0: As, as you know from my quote in the in the film, he thinks it is interdimensional peaches shit. Excuse me? <laughs> 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 you know I was thinking about doing the whole,
1: you know, don't, don't hey, you think you you interjected where I was talking. So yeah. I couldn't say my yeah, blah, 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 blah,
3: blah. We love it. We yeah, love it, guys. I, I, we love it.
1: Yeah, I know, right? This
3: is good.
0: Um I do not think that they can teleport. Um, what I do feel is have you ever seen those charts where it shows the evolution of man and you go from the you know, the chimpan or the little monkey and then it goes it stands up a little bit and then it stands up a little more and it stands up a little more. I have a t-shirt somewhere, and I can't remember where it's at now, that standing behind the very first monkey is an alien pleasuring himself in the monkey. <laughs>
3: <What>? <laughs> so you think these things are coming from aliens? Possibly.
0: So I I tend to believe that, well, if you look at our evolution, okay, we went from these... And, and look at the beginning of 2001, A Space Odyssey. That's a prime example. We went from these idiot monkeys to all of a sudden learning how to use a bone as a weapon overnight and then all of a sudden our our consciousness that was going along in a nice flat line all of a sudden started skyrocketing out of nowhere for what reason i think we i think our civilization had some help and i think all of these species that we're seeing, all the different Homo's this and Homo's that, Sapiens and Neanderthals and and Sasquatches and I can't even remember what what the DNA name that um, uh, Melba was able to get assigned to um, Sasquatch that she did, but it, it is a Homo derivative. I know that. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's Homo something. It's Homo G something or other. Uh, we'd have to ask Melba again. But anyway. So I, I think that's what is the impetus of the splitting off on the tree. Um, I think our, our civilization has had some some help, um, and just who they are. I mean, are they the Grays? Are they the the the, the, the Grays? The Whites? The Blues? God knows. I mean, right. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not into ufology all that much, but anyway. Wayne, nope.
3: that's a great concept. I've thought about that myself. Maybe uh, all of us were put here. By other creatures, other things. Uh, people hate me for saying this, but maybe aliens are actually angels or, or vice versa. Uh, there are several books that No one that. really knows. No it one truly them. knows. Yeah. And There's we just want to find out.
0: There's one that I know of, and, it, and it's called God Was an Alien. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's there's quite a bit of it out there. I mean, I'm, the, I'm not the first dingleberry mm-hmm. to come up
3: with it. You know, maybe maybe to enter this, <laughs> I, maybe maybe for angels slash aliens to enter our dimension, they have to come in a physical form, and that's what these spaceships are. Are they putting Bigfoot or Dogman on this planet, or are these things just natural creatures? You know, you, you talk about the juvenile Bigfoot, uh, all that stuff, so it looks like they're reproducing. Yeah. But then you talk about, you know, the vanishing or the portals. I, I don't know. I'm just as confused. Before I started this whole venture, you know, I thought I'd have answers, but I just get more confused the more I the more I hear things. So,
0: do I know? No. Is it my opinion? Yeah. Do I? You know, that's one. Of, that's one of the big areas that I'm I'm open to reading and researching and everything else. Now, as far as my Bigfoot stuff is concerned, uh, I'm not a believer. I'm a knower, um, because you know what I talked about in the film was shine, And I, I saw the out, the outline of the left shoulder and the head because it was kind of like cockeyed looking at me th- from the corner of the window. Um, and I had multiples like that over the years. And that was at my grandmother's home in western Oakland County in Michigan. Um, I had some actually down in your neck of the woods uh, in Burnett, Indiana, um, near uh, northeast Terramo. Yeah. My family had purchased a land grant from the government um, when they separated uh, Indiana territory into the Indiana state. Um, And um, the piece of land that they they got had an an ancient tribal burial spot. And because it was on top of a ridge, the person that that got there first decided to put his house on top of the ridge and use the stones that he found as part of the foundation for the cabin oops not knowing that that was the native tribal burial ground well you can imagine the kind of problems that created and then over over the years um and then you know you you jump forward 120 years i'm a teenager and my uh great uncle um has cattle on what used to be my, my great-grandparents place um and he's losing about one a year and he's trying to blame it on the dogs well i have to be down there the one year and he's like oh we found one last night and you know so i go out in the tractor with him and it's directly across from where the burial grounds are and all that's there is the rib cage and part of the spine and to my teenage mind it just didn't make sense and then you know you look at the Indiana project I mean I know they're in the area because that area is just solid woods mm-hmm. you know Otter, Otter Creek and all, all around there mm-hmm. anyway and then jump forward to 2003 and this is where I had my oh my god it is what this is experience it was down in um, my wife at the time and I were looking to buy property um we are going to build a log cabin lodge, you know, hotel, motel kind of a thing uh, next door to some friends of ours that on a campground right on Spirit Lake Highway. And I'm out, and it's broad daylight, and I'm taking a hike down towards the mud flow. But the road that I'm taking, it's a forest road, and I go past the little, you know, the, the metal gate that's on the edge of my buddy's property. And I'm heading down into the warehouser and state land. Well, it was all state land then, because you know. Anyway, um, but it's like a it's a it's a tunnel of young alders because that's all it that was growing could grow in the in the mud flows when, after everything you know went up. Um, and it was so thick, it was literally black. Okay, now I could, It was like going through a railroad tunnel. The, is, it's clear where I'm coming in, and it's clear where I, where I can see out because I, I can see right on to the mud flow, and you can see the you know tr- dead trees and and whatever, and that's where I'm heading. But the road on either side, it's it's got the crown and it goes down into that standing sloppy decaying leaves, and it just just stank,
4: right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And as I'm walking and I and I, it's probably. Uh, i don't know maybe a quarter of a mile in and i notice that there's a cross in the trails and i have didn't expect it but to my left there's like some light rather than the light directly in front of me that's out on the mud flow i notice some more light to my left and i happen to turn to look that way and as i look that way i'm getting this dread like i shouldn't be here something's wrong And it was just getting more and heavier and heavier. And just as I started to turn back around, I hear all this commotion from behind me. And I'm talking like frickin' freight train uh, commotion. And I turn around. Here's two alder trees, 60 feet tall, 50, 60 footers, six to eight inches in diameter. And they're maybe three, four feet apart, and something shaking him like a freaking cheerleader's pom poms. Huh. And I'm talking, boom, 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 boom. And behind it and to the left of it, I'm hearing more commotion, for lack of a better word, in the brush. So right away, I'm thinking, that's not the Roosevelt elk that are in the area. And that's not a cougar. There's something here and in my brain i'm hearing get the hell out you don't belong here get the hell out so i start hightailing it sideways like a freaking crab as fast as i can because i'm trying to watch it whatever it is so if it's going to kill me i want to see it (laughs) it's coming after me i'm going to see it right so i'm running sideways and i get maybe 50 yards and it, I'm hearing it slopping through this standing water, just you know, like whatever, and brushes moving and this, that, and the other, and all of a sudden it stops, and I don't hear anything else. Well, I keep moving, and I get about another fifty feet, hundred feet or so, and I still don't hear anything. So I stop, and I'm looking, you know, I'm looking back at an angle to my left, and I'm going. Did it leave? Is it still there? What? And as soon as I stop and I'm thinking that, and that dread has started to drop and that, that voice and whatever has, has started has faded off. But the minute I stop, boom, right. Even with me as far down the path as I I've come in the woods, you know, back that I because it's so dark, I couldn't see back there. And I didn't know why until years later. And I'll tell you about that later. Um, it's starts shaking another tree like as far down the trail as i have gone it has done so in the woods Mm -hmm. now that happened three separate times until i got back to the metal gate something or some things followed me and every time i stopped to see if i could hear or see anything else it was like we're still here keep moving your fat little butt
4: right get out (laughs) don't stop right (laughs) so
0: I got to the gate and the gate is like, was like right on that borderline between shadow and sunlight because there's Pullen Creek is right there. And there was a little bridge. And I got over that. Once I got to that, it was like, I felt like it was internally like I, uh, like I was in the clear and I got back to my buddy's place and, and whatever. And I mentioned it to them and they're like, Oh, well, glad to hear you made it back. And I'm like, really? That's all you're going to say is, you're glad I made it back? It's like, dude, you've been here since before the volcano blew, and you're not going to tell me what's going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Because the, the guy the guy that's a friend of mine lived next door to Harry Truman, the guy that stayed on the mountain. and Oh, jeez. Yeah, you can't tell me. And Harry used to talk about Bigfoot all the time. I mean, in some of the videos of before, before the volcano went off, he's talking about it. And if they're next door... And he's a kid. He knows something. Yeah. So anyway, so years later, I mean, literally last summer, I took my youngest two boys down there who are 13 and 15 at the time, and I went to go check out the site. And the guy, my buddy says, oh, well, they clear cut it. And I'm like, oh, great. I said, what does that mean? He said, oh, you'll see. He said, don't worry about it. He said, "All you got to worry about There's an old cougar that wanders around. He kind of keeps the young ones in check and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. <clears throat> so I get down there, and sure enough, they clear cut that area. And the reason it was so black back there was because right behind where those creatures were in the in the, slump, in, the in the muck, was this 45 degree hill that just shot straight up and blocked all the light from coming down in. So it was like it was like walking through a valley, like a V, right? Mm-hmm. So. There's no light coming in from the sides. All you're getting from the top. And back then, the top was nothing but canopy.
3: So they had so a place to hide. And
0: they were hiding. The sun. Yeah. So my sons and I, we walked in. And, of course, everything's now wide open and all beautiful with flowers and whatever. And we walked down. And we go to that, that same crossing. And I'm telling them the story. You know, and they're freaking out. And, and so we went down to the mud flow. And I walked around. And down, we went all the way down into the water to, where the, to, to the edge where the creeks are. And this is like maybe another 100 yards down and around the corner. So there's another ridge there. And as we're standing there, and I kid you not, my 13-year-old and I heard it. But my 15-year-old, I don't know if it's because he's afraid and he doesn't want to admit it. But my youngest and I heard this female voice going, "Eh." And it had that pitch and tone of a female. But it was a definite you know, boom, 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 boom. And it was like, and my, my son just grabbed me by the bar and goes, Dad, can we go now? <laughs> so oh, you yeah. heard
3: some kind of language. You heard some kind of language being spoken. Yeah, And,
0: and it, when you're in there, you're so far from anybody, even though technically you're, you're like a half a mile from people. But on 350 degrees around you, there's nothing for miles. Right. And what's right in that 10 degrees towards where there is people is a ridge that was 100 feet high, 200 feet high. And there's, you know, you couldn't hear anything from the the other side of it. So I don't know what it was, where it came from, but it definitely wasn't English.
3: Wow, that's crazy, Wayne. You've definitely had uh, enough of uh, your experiences and encounters to to last you. (laughs) if not more. Oh, wow. And that was my next question. Uh, George, do you, do you have any other things to share with us? Or do you guys still go, are you guys out and about up there in the state of Washington and uh, doing some investigating still or, or what's going on up there?
1: Well, I was, I was sitting here while Wayne was talking about his experience. I was sitting here thinking you, your, your channel is a cryptid channel, correct?
3: Yes. right. We're, yes. we're Anything cryptid, so to speak. Yes.
1: Um, as I mentioned, being from New York and um, growing up in New York, and after I discovered my fascination with um, Sasquatch, mm-hmm. um, I read a lot, and I got privy to several cryptids, and the the uh, the uh, um, Iroquois Indians, the Iroquois Nation, uh, talk about this cryptid called the Wendigo. Yeah. Are are you guys aware of the w- wendigo of upstate yes, New York? I my have
4: my grandson is is fascinated with the Wendigo. Yes, yeah. he
1: is.
3: Brian's told He's me uh,
4: asked us to do a show on this many times. Oh here we go. it. a I, I Let's think you should.
1: It. I, I, it's it's a it's a very it's a very scary creature.
4: Yes, yeah, it's terrifying.
1: Yes. And also in the pine barrens in New Jersey, we also have the Jersey Devil.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. We've done a Which show about
1: that. i yep. I studied about that. I was wondering if you guys know about that, and also if you have actually uh, researched that.
3: We've done an episode on it. I think it's episode yep. thirteen. I think maybe. it was
4: thirteen. Yeah, uh, Jersey yep.
3: Devil encounter. So if you guys get a chance, listen to listen to that episode on our podcast. Yep. he's uh, a
4: kid. He's a kid that lives out there in New Jersey. Yep, those
3: yep. are hard to come by. Those Jersey Devil encounters, yeah. as are Dogman yeah. encounters. Now, Wendigo, yeah. haven't heard those yet, but I'm hoping to. Well, uh,
4: because Wendigo, there aren't too many survivors. What do you see a Wendigo? Yes,
1: no, they pretty yeah. much get slaughtered.
3: Okay, yeah. what is a yeah. Wendigo, George? What what exactly are we talking about here?
1: Um, the 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 natives believe that it is a it's it's it's, it's a spirit that takes on the shape of a a creature, Um, some have actually said it has like antlers like a deer, and some have said that it is a ghastly white being that has these amazing teeth jaw things that just crawls on the ground and stalks you when you're in the woods and just finds you and just tears you apart and th- when you start fearing the most of being in the woods that's when you become its prey okay and the worst person the worst possible person that you are is the best person for them to prey on because they prey mm-hmm. on the evil that you are
3: now this sounds paranormal to me more so oh, for sure yeah.
1: yeah. Then uh but it's 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 an Indian belief and and it's, right. it's like they really believe in that. It's just like it's just like the Indians uh totally believe in in Sasquatch and mm-hmm. and they've had it in their lore forever. Mm-hmm. Forever, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, the thing that gets me and I was thinking about this today before we talked to you guys and I know we were going to talk about Dogman a little bit was I was thinking, you know, werewolf. Werewolf has been around for oh, hundreds of years, right? Um, oh Yeah, That, that, oceans, yeah. that philosophy, mm-hmm. that theory, that, that phenomenon, and where did it come from and why? You know, did someone just make this up for a movie? As I'm starting to hear about these dogman encounters, for example, I'm starting to think that, no, these things have been around, and that's what they are, and you know, people are actually starting to see more and more of them because they're populating and growing or what have you. But this werewolf theory to me, sounds like,, you know, these were dogmen people were seeing back in the day. Uh, werewolf yeah. does mean, I believe it means kind of man, wolf does not, I'm not sure the exact, uh, definition of the nomenclature, but, um, yeah, it means something with man and wolf, I believe. Yeah. And people are seeing these things now and it's like, holy shit, you know, they weren't kidding, you know? So you hear about the yeah. Wendigo and, and you wonder the same thing, you know, where are these things coming from? Uh, what are they there? um you know are they coming from a portal are, do, do, are they a flesh and blood thing living on earth hiding in caves what is going on here you know it's just it just blows my mind guys really
1: yeah yeah well the, the for the forest is a really really scary place i did um oh yeah i did a, a, a an excursion down to uh willow creek and bluff creek for a week by myself nice where- which people always say don't go into the forest by yourself
4: right.
1: which of course I, I i have no no brain capacity to listen to people so i just <laughs> i just hooked up the trailer the camper to my jeep and headed on south and found a nice place to camp and and decided to go stalking the woods in the middle and i by myself with my little gps tracker and and a camera and a little head flashlight thing and Mm -hmm. And I'm walking around, and I'm going like, okay, chances are, A, cougar, B, bear, C, bigfoot, or D, dumbass pot grower who's going to blow my brains off. (laughs) Right. So it's going to be one of those four.
3: Right.
1: And I'm walking around and walking around and walking around, and every once in a while, I will go, like, click, mark on my GPS. Click, mark on my GPS and I, I told you about this oh. and i'm i'm walking and all of a sudden i get to this one place and i'm going to, i'm going to take a breath i'm going to stop unlike the rest of the uh sasquatch quote-unquote hunters i don't bang on pots i don't shoot off fireworks i don't scream i don't have a girls orchestra singing songs mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll just sit there by a tree for an hour or so and just listen and wait, right? And all of a sudden, this goddamn loud as hell scream just came out of nowhere. I my heart stopped. I'm going like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. And I'm going like, yeah, they, they knew
4: you were there. Hmm? They knew you were there.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm just like. Going like, what the hell was that? And I'm thinking in my head, okay, screech owl. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Uh, okay. going,
4: me too. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I'm, going, there. I'm,
1: I'm going screech owl, uh, leopard, lion, tiger, giraffe, gorilla. Uh, I'm, I'm in <laughs> Northern California. What the hell was that? Holy crap, you do have goosebumps. <laughs> I have goosebumps. That scared the living shit out of me. Oh, uh, yeah. that's what we like to hear on here.
3: yeah and I'm by
1: myself I have no weapon I have nothing and I'm I'm at least a mile away from my Jeep and I'm going like I got to get the hell out of here so I'm following my GPS coordinates all the way back and it's about 2 30 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm going like I don't know what the hell that was or what I was thinking (laughs) and I'm by myself (laughs) so I get back to my Jeep and I get inside the Jeep, and I'm trembling and trembling and trembling, and I, I make it back to my camper, which was about three miles away, and I get inside there, and it's like, I just locked the door, pulled down all the shades, and I'm thinking, I'm safe now, and I'm going like,
0: what an asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, this thing is gonna follow me, you know, three miles away. Right, right. And all of a sudden, like, open the door and go like, hello? <laughs> but i mean the scream was so unbelievable
3: you seem more upset by that than you did your your other encounter you talked about
1: oh yeah way more because the other one was no vocals it was just a visual but when you actually hear something and and it just was it was daunting it was daunting that the power behind the vocals
3: did it resonate through your body george
1: oh it just totally knocked you for a loop yeah I mean, you uh, can feel it. You can feel it in your head. You can feel it in your chest.
3: So it was.
4: It was pretty close then.
1: Yeah, you could feel it everywhere. Yeah, and 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 then uh, the the last one I had, which was the last time I went camping as well, where I was heading, I was doing um, I was doing one of those cleansing things, where I decided to go and trek and visit all the missions along California. Oh yeah from Oregon to California and visit all the missions because I I was doing this some kind of like a spiritual cleanse kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool.
1: And I ended up in this one campground in central Oregon in the middle of winter, which was completely just empty. There was like two RVs and myself in a tent in a tent. (laughs) And in the middle of winter and I set up the tent and I had my dinner and (laughs) everything was going pretty cool. And,
3: you guys and are was, awesome
1: I'm half asleep half awake and all of a sudden I see this thing crushing the tent pressing the tent down and I'm like smashing it going like this and it keeps on pressing down and I'm going like oh fuck. hey <laughs> sorry you're
3: fine Thanks. George burrito
4: George Burrito, please,
3: please Burrito. be a please be a bear. Is that what you were thinking, or what? <laughs>
1: oh, please be like a guy just playing a practical joke, or just being an idiot. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I just heard it run away, and I'm going like, "Oh my god!" I screamed and screamed and screamed like I was a six year old girl. <laughs> Needless to say, I never slept a wink after that. Wow! No offense to six year old girls. Yeah, all 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 senses were working overtime. I mean everything was working over time thinking oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god what's going on what's going on what's going on what's going on wow and it was I woke up in the morning I looked around for footprints so I couldn't find any footprints I couldn't find anything and everything was the way it was nothing was moved nothing was thrown about nothing was but I mean the the, the tent was actually smashed in and I was like freaked out I was so freaked out that the following morning I was supposed to be there for four days the following morning i packed up camp and i bailed i bolted Wow! I was, yeah. I was not going to be there anymore
0: you called me on the phone and told wow. me that you went and checked all the other rv campers and the office and they hadn't seen or heard anything except the one guy that was down at the at the far end and that's when you said i think i should get out of here and i said yeah you need to get out of there wow. I, that was
1: that. That was my last last recorded event, um, and that was uh, I think seventeen. Ye- yes. Twenty seventeen. Yes, it was.
4: Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Nothing like a Bigfoot sighting to cleanse your soul.
1: <laughs> oh no, kidding! Mm-hmm. And I still went all the way down to Lo- Mission Los Angeles and Mission Santa Monica. Wow! So wow. I still nice. did it all the way, and I it was like stepping cool. in the redwoods was an experience. Going like, okay, bring it on, big guy. Yeah,
3: it's a way to do, do it. it. Do it right.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, guys, we're going to wrap it up here pretty soon, but I just wanted to to ask you guys. You know, you guys are going to be going on uh, some festivals. You got some things coming up. You're going to yeah, be speaking what's this, at. What's the next give, one? You guys are going to be some in, at for, information uh, on for that. Uh,
0: our first. um Festival will actually be out in in Cripplefoot territory, Medellin, uh, which is uh, Medellin, Medelline Falls, Washington. It's up in the northeast corner of the state, north of Spokane. Okay. Um, and, and then in July we're going to be down in uh, Kelso, Washington, uh, in the Mount St. Helens area. Okay. Um, in August we're going to do uh, Nampa, Idaho. Uh, it's just a one-day deal. Don't forget Sierra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of August, we're going to down to, um, God, what's the name of it? Sierra Bigfoot. Twain, Twain Hart. Twain Hart. Twain Hart down in the Sierras, uh, in California. So those are the four that we've got, uh, for this summer. Uh, and we will be launching our own podcast at the Medellin Falls event. Cool. Uh, wow. Yeah. The, cool. Uh, no myth with Wayne and George. Sounds Awesome. Uh, So yeah, um, I will be
3: listening. Yeah, yeah,
0: I got, I, I would have had everything up and running now, but the the organizers have asked us to do the big opening and reveal oh, the big, at the, at the reveal, festival
3: yeah. <laughs> that's cool because No, it is. it's well, yeah.
0: It's their first year and it's yeah. our first thing so yeah. we're kind of, kind of going together if you and, guys
3: want any pointers or need have any questions about the podcast part we can probably help you out and answer some questions on that too sometimes that it's kind of confusing super. and yeah, crazy I, so feel yeah. free to reach out to us on that for
1: sure greatly yeah. appreciate that yeah yeah, that's, that yeah that would be super yeah, that would be
3: super
0: trying to do all of this so quickly at the last minute has been I'm sure.
3: Yeah. We know what we struggle with and we're not, you know, like where you guys are at as far as, you know, where you got, we got going on and, 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 uh, we're just, we're nobody's nobody wants to hear us talk. No, no, Brian, come on. Really?
0: I mean, we're just, we're just like you guys. I mean, we go out in the woods and we do our thing and
1: all I did was answer a post and we went and. Did an interview, a big whoopie doo yeah. and I'm sitting. Ne- I'm sitting amazing. next. I'm sitting next to him, and all of a sudden, the salvo comes over my bow, and he goes, "Hey, guess what? We're flying to Los Angeles to be in a Hulu documentary." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, "Like what?" <laughs> he hasn't
0: Gosh. wanted. Be, he hasn't wanted to be any part of all of the Hollywood thing.
4: Yeah.
1: But-
0: Since he got left passed over as Joey over as joey
4: <laughs> joey really am <laughs> friends
0: matt leblanc did an interview with corbin and in that interview he talked about the other actor got turned over because he was wearing a plaid shirt at the interview and they thought he was a cowboy that plaid shirt and cowboy was him Oh, okay.
4: Oh, no.
3: It was really? not the what?
0: guy. It was not that ungi guy that they well, found to look like Joey. George. It was him.
3: George said he was down there, uh, you know, working in, Man.
0: working yeah. in L.A. Like, so. And I yeah. got I got his photo to prove it.
4: I believe See? you. That's awesome. he you'd worn a different right. shirt?
1: My, my, my mug <laughs> shot, as I call it. Yes. Right.
3: Well, um, I tell you what. It
1: was effable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> as
4: he likes to say.
0: <laughs> right.
3: you guys are awesome man this has been a great great episode yeah you guys show. are
4: awesome I, I hope we can talk again man because you guys are awesome
3: hey, yeah
0: most definitely guys will always be around i mean you know
3: you yeah, gotta we, have us on your podcast once you get it up and, and running that's too what yeah.
0: I, I told you that day once we get all the kinks worked out i gotta have you guys on and if you know back and forth back and forth as as, as long as you whenever you need you know something to talk about sure. we're here
1: Right, right. And I would in. love.
3: Right I, I right, would. Yeah. I would
1: love to talk about the Wendigo. I would love to. Talk oh, about I would
4: too. Yes, we definitely need to do that show. Right.
1: Yeah. He, he's a he's a Windigo freak. Yeah. Yep. yep. Brian yeah, my wants to do one for his that.
3: grandson, so you, we can yep. set that up and make that happen for sure.
1: Yeah, because I, yeah, I want to know sure. more about that too. Right. Yeah. because yeah, yeah. I keep on reading about the Wendigo and I keep on uh, studying it and watching videos and stuff, and it's it's just unbelievable. It's enthralling. It is completely right.
4: enthralling. Then, uh, after you guys are done with your. Your show circuit, yeah, we'll try and work definitely. in a Wendigo show. I know,
1: dance monkey dance. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> right, right, right
3: on. We'll keep <laughs> it. <in. laughs> we'll keep in touch with you guys, and uh, maybe we can see you at a show sometime, some point, uh, if we make yeah, it that'd out be to awesome. one. But uh, definitely keep in touch yeah, and let us know what's going on. Somebody was trying to get us
0: to go to one in Iowa uh, in August. But yeah, we're we, doing that one. Yeah, in our,
4: we're doing and, that one.
3: Oh, uh,
0: the
4: paranormal one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. That ended yeah. up being the first one we could actually make and go yeah, to to make happen. And if you guys can, can get out there, man, do it.
4: I, with yeah, everything we'll be there. and,
0: and, and all, everything, you know, maybe next year. Okay. I mean, I put, I put it in the database to look at for next summer. But this year, there's just too much to...
3: I hear you. Yeah, keep going. I hear you. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. It's a busy time. Right. Busy time. But all right, guys, yeah. we'll let you out of here. We appreciate it so much. Thanks yeah, for coming we, on. Thank you so Oops. much. We'll be in touch. And you guys take care. Thanks for it was the a pleasure meeting thanks you for both. The show, guys. You too. See you guys. All right.
1: Bye, Brian. Bye, Todd. Bye. See ya.
3: Man, that was an awesome episode. Those guys are hilarious. Oh,
2: man, I was having so much fun with them. I hope <laughs> we get to talk to them again. That Absolutely. Was, that was
3: awesome absolutely i wish them the best in their ventures with their um with their live streams and their podcast and yeah, we'll definitely too. stay in touch with those guys and bring them back on and and maybe they'll let us, ask us to be a guest on their show at some point you know, yeah,
2: maybe that'd be cool that'd be cool
3: i'd like to be a guest on somebody's show at some point so you yeah know.
2: hey don't we have uh did we have an offer
3: we we have a couple out there we just gotta we gotta get back to those guys just I think talk so. to
2: them, man. yeah that one sounds fun it's in england
3: yes the uk one we'll see what's going on with those guys but again everyone we appreciate your listening thanks so much uh tell your friends yeah that
2: is family amazing what not how big this thing is getting so thank you all so much absolutely for listening and supporting us
3: yes absolutely and if you haven't come to our facebook page join our group page we're on instagram as well follow us on instagram um just look us up cryptid Creatures, in different formats and um, right. thanks for the support brian thanks for this venture and thanks again for an awesome episode, man. Right
2: on, brother. Always fun.
3: Right on. All right. You take care. Till next yep. time. See ya.